love, love, lust, lust, and battle soul. gentlemen listen i know we had we had to dust the coochie cobwebs off last episode and unfortunately we're gonna have to do it again this episode but listen there's there's a reason um we'll get into that but first let me introduce the lovely the thick souled the beautiful lip thick souls like the thick souls your souls on your feet the melon breasted one miss badass jones is in the building what's going on aj i missed you I feel like I haven't talked to you for so and the funny thing is we talk all the time, but I missed you. I missed us. I missed this. And I I'm miss you too. I miss you too, but I really do. I, I do I do miss you. Like it it didn't it didn't feel right, like not it always it never feels right. Like this is so much our baby, like and we were yeah. so consistent for I don't think we missed a week for like the first three months we were a podcast and then like this last month has just been hellacious. But uh Yeah, it's <laughs> things are and then yeah, yeah. but you know I, of, uh, oh go ahead no i mean so for anyone who doesn't know who doesn't uh pay attention to my twitter or my life because i've been pushing it for so long i, I expect you all to know but i did have a radio a live show with the breaks radio um that went amazing so that that's kind of why our schedules have been off after aj's return back from her vacation so we we're just busy people we have a lot going on but uh we'll, we'll make it you up to you <laughs> We need to complain about our schedules, but we're back. We're back on track, and we're we're gonna make it up to you. We'll make it yes. up to everybody. Yes, apparently, I don't even know yet, but apparently, AJ has a story that's just gonna rock the world uh, at the end of this podcast. So we're gonna do things a little okay. different. <laughs> we're gonna start off with questions this week. Um, yeah. But okay. AJ, AJ, before we get into questions, wait a second, wait a second. I have to ask you this because it's been so long since we have talked. Oh, what's going on? Did you fi- did you find yourself lurking on my social media at all to check to see how I was doing? Oh, absolutely. I looked to see what girls you were hugging up. I looked to see how many bitches were in the. Uh, sorry, I take that back. I looked to see how many women were in the audience. I even zoomed in to see whose foot was in sandals from who was wearing closed toe shoes. I not even just you. I went to I went to yours. I went to John's. I went to Ralph's. I went to Point Dexter. I was on Twitter. I was a fucking maniac, and I was very proud of you. You handled yourself very nicely. You guys look so wonderful, and. I love your face when you smiled and there's so many great pictures of you smiling. I was so, so happy. Yes. As as someone who doesn't smile very much, like I I really don't smile that much. I was so happy like during the show and the love that we were getting. And listen, when I tell you mercy came, mercy was looking like a snack and a half. I almost shot my shot. Like mercy was looking bad. Mercy. Mercy. I already I told her she looked I told her she was looking like a snack. So you you what? We love Mercy and Mercy is a good young lady. She's a good up, good up young lady. We're not trying to have her corrupted by you. Hello. Hello, sir. Mercy, we love you. Mercy's off limits. I know, I know, I know. I I already know. Believe me. I I know. That's not even in question. But no that's around with it. I don't really mind too much, but I like Mercy. Mercy's nice. Mercy's awesome. Mercy's awesome. So, you know, I had to give a shout out to her and mess with a little bit because if I didn't say something off the wall, she would she would uh, be a little disappointed. But no, seriously, Mercy's one of our biggest supporters. One of She supports both all three of my podcasts. And it's just, yeah, she's amazing. So I wanted to give her a special shout out on this episode. Yeah, she messaged me. I'm, I'm really happy that she was able to make it down for the show. Um, yeah. And she said that she had a wonderful time and like you guys were absolutely amazing. So the feedback has been absolutely fantastic. Um, everything that I've read, everything that I've heard, everything that I've seen, like pictures uh, and the video clips that I've seen, like people were really engaged in that. And I think that that's a wonderful thing like you guys. And sometimes you never know how that dynamic is going to work because there's three of you, like one or two of you can maybe like kind of get it away with it. And it's different when you are recording and then you're posting it and doing it live. You never know what's going to happen or how people are going to act. But everything looked it was really really great and the podfather was there which was really fantastic it was nice oh, yeah, to see the that podfather was there uh 
Yeah, it, it, it was he was engineering because we originally weren't going to record it, but he was there to record. It was just yeah, it was it was a dope experience. Um, I can't wait for me and you to have our first live show. That's going to be a whole different experience. But uh, yeah, it was amazing. I'm actually afraid of what that's going to be because I I feel like for you guys a lot more women came out, and I feel like there's going to be a balance of like a lot of women and a lot of men. Kind oh, of oh, the thirsty men are going to be out for you, like you. Might as well just go ahead and prepare for it because they are coming for AJ. A chance to get to see the wonderful AJ live. Oh, yeah. Don't come for me. (laughs) They are coming to get that. Don't do it. (sighs) Nonetheless, AJ, we are here to do a little podcast. Just a little bit. Not much. No, I'm just playing. We're here to to do our, our thing, what we usually do. Are you ready to get into it? Yes. I am. Um, so one of the first, uh, so I've got a couple of messages or DMs this week, in addition to all the other crazy um, DMs. I don't know if I told you there was a, a man who blocked me, um, I guess because my response to his question wasn't favorable. So so he blocked like, you? This started, yeah. So three weeks ago, he messaged me this long message. And at the end of it, he said that, you know, I'd like to get to know you if that's okay with you. And because it wasn't okay with me, I didn't respond. So then every picture that I posted thereafter, he would comment under the picture or say good morning. And I try to be polite and cordial with my followers. And so, you know, I'll respond and tell everyone good morning. And I don't know if he took that as an opening that, you know, so now he's like, he's going to ask me a barrage of questions to the point where one of my friends that follows me um, commented underneath him. He's like, bruh, no. Like, you need to stop. Because it's always the same question. How are you? Where do you live? Where are you from? Are you single? Every day. So I finally got fed up with it. And I responded underneath his message. I'm like, you seem intent on asking me the same question over and over and over again. The answer that you're looking for is in my bio. So he writes back, no, it's not. But I'm sorry that I'm bothering you. You know, I'm not going to bother you anymore. Um, Okay, bye. (laughs) And he blocked me. I'm like, why are you in your feelings, sir? I just, anyhow. So in addition to the madness that happens in my DMs, uh, there are three questions that came in, two from one person on behalf of her friends and then one from someone else. So the first question is, um, am I being an irrational, crazy girl because my boyfriend won't take pictures for me um, or should I call him out on his behavior? So her concern was that he won't take pictures of the two of them, like he won't take ussies and post them to his page. He never posts them to his page. So she's starting to feel like he's hiding her or um, he's got like she thinks that he's got somebody else. You know, why doesn't he shout me out as his woman crush Wednesday? Um, You know, like he'll put up pictures of celebrities, like celebrity women and say that those are his women crush Wednesdays, like like a fan crush kind of thing. But he never posts pictures of her. And so she's starting to feel like something is wrong, but she doesn't know if she's just being irrational and he's being protective of their relationship or if he's actually just embarrassed and doesn't want anybody to know that they're dating. So my question to you would be, is it important when you're in a relationship with the way that social media is right now, is it important for you to post your significant other? And does that have any bearing on the importance or significance of your relationship with that person if you don't post them? Oh, listen, um, I, you know how I feel about social media and relationships. I just personally don't think that social media has a role. I don't think you should look through validation through social media. I don't think that it it determines the level of intimacy or how important your relationship. I just I'm just not a person that subscribes to that now. The thing that does throw up even a red flag to me after me telling you how I feel about that, if he can post pictures of celebrity women, I can understand why that would rub a, a woman or a significant other the wrong way. But just for me personally, if I'm just answering it from a, a haze, a CJ standpoint, I don't give a damn if you post me or not. Matter of fact, I almost prefer if you don't post me only because like, I, I don't know, I, I really don't. It, it's neither here nor there to me. If that's what you want to do, do it. Um, but if my significant other asked me to post them, I will. Um, I don't know. That's just, a, it's a weird question. Like I just, I, I, I don't know. It, I'm a private person. So in, in some senses, I just don't want people in my business. Like I would hate to post, like I said, me and you were dating. I would hate to post you every Wednesday. And then just one Wednesday I stop, And all of a sudden now I'm getting DMS about, Oh, are you guys okay? You usually post every Wednesday. You didn't like, I just, I just, like, I just don't want that door open of people thinking they have that, that gateway into, into my relationship or thinking they know what's going on. Um, but that's just me. But you know what? You're absolutely right. Um, and I'll actually tell you a scenario. So, um, 
probably about a month, a month and a half ago. Um, somebody that I, I know, we're, we're casual friends on uh, social media, and he had gotten into a relationship, very excited about this relationship, head over heels about the woman that he's dating, has up in his bio that, you know what I mean, he's taken, she has up in hers, yada, yada, yada. So every Wednesday, without fail, for let's say a month and a half, he posts a picture of her. And then um, the crazies start coming out of the woodworks. You know, old girlfriends, ex-girlfriends, new people who are interested, DMing, messaging, messaging her, you know what I mean, commenting negatively under the picture. So he turns off the commenting section. Um, What ends up happening now is she has a friend who has access to her phone and got into her phone and took nude pictures that he sent his girl, created a fake Instagram page. Are you hearing this shit? Created a fake Instagram page posted his nude pictures to the page and then started DMing his girl and wow. DMing other women and sending out his nude photos to the point where now it's caused a riff in their relationship. She thinks that he's being a jerk and that, you know what I mean? He's an asshole. He's trying to explain that it's not him. Somebody must have hacked him or hacked her. Um, you know, then the, the woman who took the photos or whatever, um, she starts messaging him, starts threatening him, sending threatening texts, sends a threatening text about his mother. He goes to the police station to take out a restraining order now against the friend and his ex-girlfriend because now he thinks that they're in cahoots. Just one set of fucking craziness. All because he got into a relationship and started posting pictures of his Woman Crush Wednesday every Wednesday and people started getting in their feelings about it, you know? Um, it caused such an upheaval, like to the point where, um, his ex-girlfriend almost lost her job. Like it, it went far reaching, far fucking reaching. Um, and so he and I are having these conversations back and forth, you know, and, and just the whole irrationality of the situation. I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, you don't need to post her every, every Wednesday to validate it to anybody. You know, if she feels like you should post her because she wants the world to know, she has to understand what comes with that because you don't have people who are good and decent or people who don't even give a fuck. You have people who sit there and wait and lurk and prey on people's happiness because they're miserable as fuck. You know, you have women who may be your friends and be like, shit, don't talk to him. He's got all these hoes. He's got all these bitches. You don't know what he's like. And she'll and they'll try to sabotage your happiness because they themselves are unhappy. And it's sad because you just never know with people, and especially the people that you feel like you should be able to turn to. You just you can't because you never know whether or not they have an ulterior motive. It's not to say that you shouldn't ever post a picture of your of your significant other. You know what I mean? If you're strong enough to weather whatever the storms and the trials and tribulations are that come with it, then more power to you. But you don't need to validate your existence to anybody except the person that you're with. And if validating it means you have to post a picture for the world to see, for them to feel comfortable or feel secure, to me, that in and of itself is a problem. Yeah. And I mean, like uh, we've talked about validation in relationships and just how people seek the wrong types of validation, how that can be extremely problematic. Um, So, yeah, I, I agree with what you said there. And just to piggyback off something else you said, I have noticed this. There is nothing more attractive to some women than a man who's taken. Like, literally, you can be you can be single as fuck and post pictures, whatever. They don't give a fuck. The moment you post a picture that that may make them think you may even not be single. Some women, not all, but but some women, there's no better aphrodisiac than that, apparently. And I don't I don't get that at all. Like, I I, do. Are there men like that, too, AJ? Do you think there are? It's just, really I don't get it. It's 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 sickening on a whole other level. It's like, it, but you do you have people like who sit there and and they wait and they on um, and they prey on your happiness. I remember um like last year I somebody I was talking to I, I didn't even post a full picture of him CJ. I posted a picture of this man's beard and the DMs are like oh so what you have a man now oh so what you're not single anymore oh so what can I get a chance oh make sure you call me if he fucks up oh you know if he slips you know I'll be there to catch you like I'm like sorry what <laughs> just craziness absolute crazy but you do you have a set of people out there and and i mean sadly it's 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 definitely more women than men like there's some sort of um bragging right to teething somebody's man or you know some kind of bragging right to flinging pum pum on somebody that's already been taken bitch there's no bragging right to that none whatsoever you know what i mean if he gets away with it he got a little extra vagina on the side but you're still in the same fucking position that you were before which is nowhere you didn't succeed in taking him from nobody you're still sitting on the fucking sidelines and if he decides that he's going to give you a one-two slam every now and again and maybe take you out for a mcdonald's meal what have you gained from that (laughs) 
so I'm so sorry. What, but like for real, you, you understand me? What have you gained from that situation? We always talk about this because one time in your in Jamaica, is that even a McDonald's meal because they don't have McDonald's meal? If he gives you a one slam and takes you to a KFC and buys you a three piece dinner, you consider yourself lucky. But outside of that, you had a meeting, you had somebody's side chick, you had somebody dip on the side, you're whatever. You're never going to be in position number one. You know what I mean? And they may turn around and say, well, his girl isn't in position number one either because I've got the dick, but he's still in a fucking relationship with her and not with you. And he's not leaving her for you. So what? You know what I mean? Go sit your ass quietly down in a corner somewhere. And you have guys that are the same. Like I have guys that the only time they'll message me is when they think that I'm with somebody else because they feel like they want to come in and be disruptive. Don't act crazy because I'll tell you about yourself and your mom. And then we're just going to have to fight. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> people, I, I really don't understand humans. Like I, I really don't. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> like doing this podcast and some of the emails we get, like I, it just makes me understand people less and less. I'm almost losing faith in the human race. But you know what it is, what it is. No, don't do that. You know what? Sorry, it's a total aside. Did Mama Hayes come to the show? So Mama Hayes was going to come to the show. She texted me the day before and confirmed she was coming to the show. Mama Hayes, when getting ready for Hayes' show, got t- tickets to an Anita Baker concert and Aye. ditched her son. Aye. You know what? I can't even wrong with it. She sees you all the time. And I know that this was a milestone event, but it's Anita Baker, fam. Listen, I'm not even mad. I wasn't mad at it at all. You know what? And honestly, it, as much as my personality was big and my personality in some segments kind of took over the show not gonna lie it just did because you know i i have a very big personality (laughs) mama hayes being if me and mama hayes were able to feed off each other's energy especially when we opened the floor to questions it would have turned into the mama hayes and hayes show so i'm kind of glad she didn't yeah that would have been that would have been a problem (laughs) so you know anita baker thank you very much (laughs) shout out to anita baker shout out to mama hayes but yeah, that's uh sorry. Anyways, back to that question. So that that's yeah, that's my rant on it. Um, I don't know if you have anything else that you want to add to what we were discussing. Oh no, I'm done with that. We're done with it. Okay. <laughs> so the <laughs> the next uh scenario that came in. So these these next two are from uh, a friend of mine who wrote in on behalf of two of her friends. So the first one is um I think that I'm going through menopause. Is this something that I should discuss with my significant other or, you know, is it something that I should just go ahead and um, do hormone therapy and not mention it to them? Thoughts? Please repeat that. Please. No, because I know I didn't hear that right. Please, please. What? I am a woman who is going through menopause and I don't know if I should discuss it with my significant other or if I should just go ahead and start my hormone replacement therapy and not say anything. Why would you not say anything to your husband about that? Like, I, I don't, I, our significant other, she didn't say husband. I'm sorry. Look on but, your face, like, what? Read that to me one more time. <laughs> like, w- why? I mean, is it so, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not a woman, so I don't know if, like, going through menopause kind of is like, um, if it's that embarrassing to where you wouldn't want to talk to your significant other or why you would want, it's not like you have ED. Like, I, I, like, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't understand why you wouldn't talk to your significant other about it. If anything, they can be that or they should automatically be that um, that support for you, someone for you to lean on if it's becoming stressful, if it's wearing on your soul, on your mind or whatever. So why why keep that? Why keep an opportunity for you guys to go grow closer as a unit away from them? I just I, that's just something I, I don't agree with. And I'm extremely confused by why that's even a question. OK, so I guess I can try to shed some light on it, not because I'm menopausal or anything like that. But I think for a lot of women who go through menopause or they're, you know, on the brink of menopause, um, it, it changes your sex drive. Um, it changes like things like, you know, the um, the lubrication in your in your vagina. It you have hot flashes and cold flashes and, and mood swings like more than the norm. Um, and for a lot of women, it it makes them feel like they're less of a woman because they're not having their period anymore. And that factor that, that quote unquote makes them a woman because they're able to bear children is taken away from them. It's just life. You know what I mean? Like every single woman on the planet is, is going to go through that. And, you know, unless they decide that they're going to do something medically or scientifically to, to, you know, keep being able to have children or whatever, but it's just, a, it's a normal fact of life for a lot of women. They feel like they're becoming less of a woman because those things are are naturally taken away from them. So if I had to guess, and I didn't get much detail from my friend about her friend, 
Um, if I had to guess, like, I, I would say that that's her concern that she feels like, okay, well, you know, with going through all these physical changes and the possibility of losing her sex drive, the possibility of, you know, her, her body physically changing and the, the hot flashes and the cold flashes and all that other stuff, it's an embarrassment. And she doesn't know whether or not she should say something to her significant other or just start the hormone replacement therapy, which will essentially help her body balance out. And then she can just continue on as normal. I completely agree with you. Like any of those types of changes, regardless of what they are physically or otherwise, you should be able to to discuss those with your significant other, regardless of what it is. You know what I mean? It's like you're saying, like if he had, if your husband had erectile dysfunction and decided that, you know, every time before you guys were supposed to make love, fuck, have sex, whatever, he was going to pop a little blue pill and not tell you. If you found out at some point in time, wouldn't you be upset about that? Precisely. Precis- Let me find some hormone therapy pills. <laughs> fuck that. And be like, babe, what's this shit? <laughs> yeah, what's going like, on? like, what's up with it? Like, what's up with this shit? But um, no, nah, like for real, like don't don't keep that from your significant other. Tell them. Um, and the thing is too is that um, even even if you do take them, it's not guaranteed that it's going to stop from the dryness. It's not it's not guaranteed it's going to stop from sex being different. So then you'll just have your significant other thinking that it may be them to why you're not getting as wet or getting as aroused. And you never want that. You never want that. Yeah. Just be upfront and honest. Yeah, that's something I didn't even consider. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Honesty is always the best policy. Like if when you're in a relationship, you should be able to talk bust it wide it. open. Really? Did you bust <laughs> it wide open at the show? Huh? Did you tell anybody at the show to bust it wide open? I honestly did not. I I honestly <laughs> kept myself as far as like stuff like that. I kept myself very well controlled. I did not tell anyone to bust it wide open. What? So then why do I always get that? Do you just become lawless when you talk to me? Is that what it, am I a bad influence on you? Absolutely. (laughs) Go back, go back, go back and listen to Love, Lust and Badass Soul episode one and then listen to it now and then tell me what the influence is. Okay, but why has it got to be me that's the influence? Like, how do you, how, how can you even say that? This is just a natural part. People are who they are at their core. I might have been a catalyst for some of these things to like come out and to dry you out a little bit. But for you to really just sit there and say that I am the reason why you're like this? Nah, boss. We're not there for that. Don't lie. Even your moms know that you're like this. Don't act crazy right now. Hello, sir. This Come on up to it. This is you. Hello. <laughs> I don't, I'm not even taking you on. This is one I can't take full responsibility for. I might have, like, encouraged certain and certain talk and, you know, encouraged you to, like, open up a little bit. But all that other openness, like, the shit that you're doing in Germany, guy, I didn't even know you then. That, none of that had anything to do with it. Stop it. Oh, that's different. Listen, that was different. How? How? I'm not even going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So moving on to <laughs> the next scenario or uh, question, um, I'm going to read it the way that it's written because it's just, I don't know. Okay. So uh, my boyfriend licks my pussy for two minutes. Then he decides to stick his penis in, but I'm not quite ready yet. He asks me if I need lube. I say, yes. He says, do you have any? I say, no. So he gets up and goes to sleep. I know that he's frustrated because he just wants some. And now I'm in my feelings and my feelings are hurt. And I'm actually quite in shock because he hasn't even kissed me. Like there hasn't even been any kind of real foreplay. So we both just end up going to bed. What could we have done better? What, sorry, what could we have done differently um, to better this situation? I'm going to let you roll with this one. Just roll away because I to ask my friend that's not a real scenario that can't possibly that, be a wait wait scenario. wait wait she said two minutes right you hear me kiss my teeth hold on two minutes she said and then he asked her when he tried to put his dick in her because she was dry from the two minutes of licking you know what i mean like cj could you imagine licking anybody's pussy for two minutes anyways that aside so because she was still dry because he only he didn't take no time to like get her wet and going He's going to ask her if she has lube. She says no. And he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> he really didn't want to have sex. Wait, is he, is, is, is this her boyfriend or was this kind of like a one night thing? What? This is our man. Our good up, good up and boyfriend. He only licked, and he only licked her pussy for two minutes. What? When Kelia sent me the question, I was like, guys, this is this a real scenario? She's like, this is real. This is my friend. Ask me to ask you guys. What? I said, no, this can't be possible. I was like, hold on a second. He's her man, man. Like, he's not just a fuck. She said, no, this is her man. I said, but he didn't even what? kiss her. Listen to me, friend. CJ, <laughs> come, come, come. Roll with, roll with the answer, please. Tell the people them. Because 
Listen, he really just didn't want to have sex that night. Like, that's all I can think of it as. Like, he was looking for every excuse. I don't know if you pissed him off. I don't know if he, like, maybe he was suffering from ED. I, I, I don't know. Like, there's definitely something else going on there because it definitely has nothing to do with her. Like, two, first of all, who eats pussy for two minutes? Like, I, it, it and your girl for two minutes? Two, yeah. two minutes. Nah, son. But you know what? Two two minutes is just getting started. Like, I haven't even did my special move yet in two minutes. So, like, what is that about? It takes two minutes to part the lips to find a clip. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It takes two minutes to part the lips to find the clip. By the time you get there, he's done one upward lick and he's done. That's the whole two minutes. It makes no sense. But what's even crazier is the fact that, so I'm saying to her, like, so they didn't kiss at all. There was no, like, caressing, no rub up, no love. She said no, nothing. Did she give him head? I, that I don't know. I didn't ask that part. Because if, if that's the case, if, if she gave him head and he and he licked her for two minutes, he's a terrorist. Like, he's just, <laughs> there's, there's no other way around it. Like <laughs> <laughs> This fucking man's a terrorist. Really? He's a sexual terrorist. That's what it is. Like, there's, there's no like, other way around it. If that was my man, I would fight him. There would have to be a fight. Like there would, there would have See, to be. It's situations like that where, like, she should. That's when he should. He, you know what? Matter of fact, if anyone only licks pussy for two minutes, and then when you say you don't, that you didn't get wet, they just roll over and go to sleep. Every woman who's listening, you have permission to peg the shit out of him, whether he <laughs> takes it or not. Like, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> And it, it doesn't even have to be with a dildo. Like, whatever you find, just pay this shit. One time. He would deserve that. He would absolutely deserve that. But you know And what? then, then he can know what it's like to go in dry. Like, that. I almost feel like it's payback, though, because you see those memes where it's like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, your girl sucks your dick for five minutes, and all of a sudden her jaw is tired. Maybe I feel like it's one of those payback situations, but I don't even think it's that. Like, I, there's something very dysfunctional going on in their relationship. But my whole thing is, okay, so even if you went down on her for like a hot second and you were done, you asked her if she has lube, she says no. Why the fuck didn't you just spit on it? Thank you. That's spit on, like, that's, that's God's oh, lube. Just bitch. spit on it. All up and down on it. Spit in your hand, lube up your head, and handle your business, sir. That's one thing we would have to fight. How am I going to look at you and say, nah, baby, I don't have no lube, and you kiss your teeth and you're, you're rolling over? You better find some fucking saliva in your mouth and come rub up on my front and come give me the work because we're going to have a problem if you don't. Straight up. Oh, my God. That is now? terrible. That's right. sexual terrorist. That's what that man <laughs> is, is a sexual terrorist. Um, what? What could they have done differently or or what could they she's well she's saying what should she have done to better the situation? Nothing. So Nothing. He was a bit. He was being a whole entire bitch that night. So what you should have done was you should have got your your dildo, your your strap on, and you should have pegged the holy shit out of him. Like that. That's that's all I can think of. Like you know what? I love you. This episode, I love you. <laughs> and I guarantee you, he would understand the benefits of not going in dry at that point. Like just hey, yeah. do what you got to do. Channel your but inner AJ and get it done. I love you. Channel your inner AJ. See it that. But in, in all seriousness, no, that sorry, in all seriousness, there has to be a different kind of conversation. Like like you said, something else is going on. Because my whole thing is, you know, if I'm in a relationship with somebody, like before we start intimacy or whatever, like I want to kiss you. I want to kiss you. I want to touch you. I want to feel on you. And I know sometimes, you know, like circuit, like situations don't permit for like a whole lot of foreplay or whatever the case. But it doesn't seem to me like they were in a situation where they were rushed because if you're rolling over and going to bed, clearly you're already in the bed and nobody's pressing you for time. So I have a couple of questions. Like my first question is like, why are you guys not kissing? Why isn't there any additional foreplay? Like, why is there no caressing going on? You know what I mean? Put aside the whole licking your vagina for two minutes. Like I said, by the time you part the lips and find the clit and lick it, like that two minutes is up. That's just entirely crazy. And I don't know. It almost feels like a, a courtesy, like a courtesy call. You know what I mean? Hi, your cab is downstairs or hi, your Uber is here. Like, it just feels so rushed and brief, you know? Um, but again, like, why not just use good old-fashioned spit? Like, if you're out somewhere and you don't have a tube of lube with you, what do you do? Just not fuck? Who does that? Like, who, on what planet do they do that? <laughs> like, where? Where does that happen? On planet Uranus, because he should have got pegged. <laughs> That's where they, like, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> 
I like, love that you're advocating with me for the pegging right now, but honestly, really, CJ, really? What? Okay, so if you were in that situation. I, I would never would, be in that situation. I know, but just just put your head in it for a minute, okay? I, that's what I would have did. I would have put my head in it. I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> but so go ahead. I'm going to beat you up. So you and I are laying in bed, because we always use each other as weapons. You and I are laying in bed. And my girl's not getting wet for whatever reason. You've decided you want some. There's no lube. What what would you what would you say? Like really and truly, what would you do if you were in that situation? I'm gonna beat you up. I'm gonna beat you up. <laughs> oh, what, 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 you wanna know exactly what I'd say? Listen to me. If you give me a dumb answer, I'm gonna come find you. <laughs> my my exact words would be like, but your throat's still wet, right? Bye, CJ. I'm just saying, like no, we're not recording anything else. We're done. <laughs> We gotta go. I'm gonna throat punch you. Watch. No, I'm going to. That's exactly what's gonna happen. Oh man. I mean, I'm just saying. If as long as I mean, but even that, like, I, and I, you know, maybe I have to go back and ask some additional questions for my friend to take back to her friend. Like, what happened? Like with the sucking of the dick, did that happen? You know what I mean? Like, and you know, like if you deep throat it a couple of times, the back of your throat makes all kinds of saliva. You know? What yes, I mean? it's glorious. And, this, and you know what? Let's say let's say this right now for all the women who get afraid to like gag during blowjobs. No, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what brings up all the never yes. mind. But it brings um, up all this saliva. It brings up that sticky trail of sweat. It brings up the natural lubrication. Like for and anybody who I know you're not a, a porn watcher. I'm sure you've watched like one or two ever. But like you know what I mean. If you talk to any of your guys, where like the girl's cooch is a little bit dry or whatever, whether you've got a condom on or you're going in raw, spit. You spit on your fucking hands and you wipe it along her puss and you wipe it on the head of your dick and you go in. Like, seriously? I don't understand who doesn't know that. And first of all, I refuse to believe if they're African-American, they had some some cocoa oil, some some, something, some uh, who what's the hoba oil? Yeah, if they if they are natural, they had something going on over there that could be used as lube. I refuse to believe that nothing in the house could have been used as lube. I completely agree with you. Like that whole scenario just feels dysfunctional. And if nothing else, they really and truly should have, whether it, you know, I don't think that he would have initiated the discussion, but she needs to, there's a discussion that needs to take place about what their sexual needs are. And I keep saying to people, like when you're in a relationship with someone, you know, there's an expectation that you give a little bit more of yourself than the norm. This is not somebody that you just kind of fuck whenever you feel like you need to get some. This is the person you're in a relationship with. And I would assume it's a loving and open. Let's say it's a loving and open and healthy relationship. You know, sexually, you should be open to, and I know you're going to say, okay, mine is pegging. But outside of that, sexually, you should be open to, you know, pleasing the person and, and making the person happy intimately. Because I always say to women, like, if you don't suck your man's dick, there's a hundred fucking girls out there that will suck his dick and feel no way about it they will squat in front of that motherfucker as he comes through the door take his smelly dick out and suck the skin off of that the same like with with guys who say they don't really like to go down or they don't eat pussy are you dumb there is a man who will eat your bitch out from underneath you don't act crazy it's it's 2018 like stop the foolishness you know like i've talked to i'm saying like as a wife as a girlfriend as a significant other if you don't suck dick you know what I mean? Somewhere in your mind, you need to reconcile with yourself at least three times a week, three out of seven days, you're going to give your man head and not like the courtesy where you're lick, where you're licking around just the tip of it. You need to give him some head where you're gagging a couple of times. So he knows that you're actually there actively participating the same with men. If you don't eat pussy at least three times a week, you need to reconcile somewhere inside yourself that you're going to go down on your girl and give her like a good sucking and tonguing and licking and all that kind of stuff. Because I, I'm telling you, there are people who will snatch your person out from under you because they're willing to do the things that you are not. In this day and age, straight dick and straight pussy is fucking, who's doing that? Who's doing that? On earth, in North America, who's doing that? Do they do that here, CJ? I don't know. See, <laughs> you can't, but I, yeah. I just don't get it. I don't get it. <sighs> okay. I think I've riled myself up enough with that one. Are we done with that one? Let's put a fork in it. We're done. Okay. Okay. So... This next discussion. Oh, is, are, we on, are we on the discussion topic already? You're on the discussion oh, of discussion. Jesus. Okay. I, I hope you're sitting. I know you're sitting. I hope whoever else is listening to this is sitting. So um, for the sake of argument, we're going to call this individual Jay. And um, Jay is someone that 
we mutually follow one another on Instagram and on Twitter. And in the last uh, couple of weeks, Jay has reached out to me and, and I've noticed like a couple of his posts were, I don't know, like sending out some kind of message or something or what have you. Um, and then I had done a, a poll of some kind on my page and he messaged me in the poll and said, the last thing that I posted was for you. And the post said, have you ever been infatuated with someone but knew that you could never be with that person? So blinkers and sirens are going off in my head because I'm like, uh, uh, uh. Because on his page, like he consistently posts this woman who is his woman crush Wednesday. And I've just assumed that that's his lady. And I made this assumption because Jay had, um, Jay had screenshot a picture that I posted where my hand is inside my shorts and it looks like I'm fingering myself. And it says flirt with your man or someone else will. And he posted that to his page, that picture. And underneath it, the woman who was his woman crush Wednesday put up her comment was don't get punched. And she put up a little fist emoji. So I was like, look, I'm not trying to be involved in no kind of family scuffle, domestic, but none of that, none of that, because we're not day after that. Right. So one day, uh, a couple of weeks ago, yeah, about two weeks ago, he DMs me and, um, you know, just very polite, cordial, what have you. And then he says to me, um, I would like to tell you a love story. Okay. So I'm like, Cool, no problem. And CJ, over the course of <clears throat> two, almost three days, this crazy, crazy, cr- fucking crazy story unraveled. So I had to go back in and, and document and make notes just so, <clears throat> excuse me, just so that I wouldn't fuck up the details. And so here we go. Okay. So Jay has been married for 16 years. He has two children with his wife. One is 17, who is currently pregnant, and one is 12. Um, <clears throat> uh, Jay met his wife when they were in their 20s. And just before he went to the military, she got pregnant and they got married. He got um, sent over to Europe and he was in Germany. And it took six months for his wife and his daughter to come across to Germany. In that six-month period, he slept with between 46 and 50 women, okay? So once his wife came to Europe, he stopped fucking about, cut all contact with these other women, and didn't have an affair until two and a half years ago. For the past two and a half years, he's been having an affair with not one, but four women that he met on Instagram, Two of them are married and two are single. One is an Instagram model, quote, end quote. She lives in Pennsylvania. And you and I will talk about that after. One is a married minister. She's a minister. She lives in New Jersey. She's the second one that he had an affair with. The third one is a single woman who's Dominican. She lives in North Carolina. And then the fourth one is a single woman who lives in California. Okay. North, the one who lives in North Carolina is the only one he physically visited and he would visit her en route to Virginia to go see his family. Other than that, they all came to him and, oh, for the love of God, I can't remember where it is that he he lives in the Southeast. He's on the East Coast. Let's just say that. Um, California, the one in California is the only one who's received monetary gifts from him, but there were gift exchanges between... um, the woman from North Carolina and the woman from California and him. So on birthdays, on holidays, on Valentine's Day, and all that sort of thing over the course of two and a half years. He lied to all of them about his real life. They all know that he has daughters because he's posted their, their daughters. But he told all of them that he and his wife, his wife have been divorced <clears throat> and that his wife lives with her mother and the girls live there, but they come back and forth. He also, in order to corral these women in, he also downplayed his sexual abilities and told them, you know, like the sex between him and his wife was really dismal when they were married. He never got head. And and there are some aspects of that scenario or that story which are true in terms of oral intimacy and stuff like that. But he downplayed, heavily downplayed the intimacy between him himself and his wife and basically downplayed his physical ability in order to trick these women into thinking that they were going to bring the best out of him. And he said it essentially allowed him to turn, like to become the porn star that he'd always wanted to be and to be more sexually free. So he was like fucking these women in their ass, doing like all all manners of things with these ladies. 
He created a separate funding stream to be able to financially support this lifestyle. So in part of that story, his mother-in-law, his wife's mother had actually gotten sick and his wife had moved into the mother-in-law's home in order to care for her. So while this was happening for the better part of a year and a bit, he was in their home by himself. He never brought the women to his house, but it allowed him freedom. Okay. So as I said, he created a separate funding stream to be able to financially support this lifestyle. He created separate social media streams to ensure that no one he knew would follow him. And he blocked anyone from his home state to avoid any risk of being caught. He lied to his wife about the number of weeks of vacation that he got from work. And he told her that he only got two when he in fact had three weeks of, of, of vacation. And he used that third week for the purposes of entertaining these women. So currently to date, um, his wife's mother has passed away. Um, and he ended up, as a result of her now moving back into the home, he broke ties with three of the four women. So he broke ties with Pennsylvania. He broke ties with New Jersey and he broke ties sexually with North Carolina, but he still communicates with North Carolina from time to time. And the way that he did this was he said to the women, "Um, my wife's mom has passed. She's in distress and she needs support. She's moving back into the house and we're going to try to work things out. He is still in communication and still intimate with the woman who lives in California intimacy um, at his home between him and his wife. He says that there may be intimate twice a month and oral intimacy is non-existent. He hasn't gotten head from her in three years and it is always an issue for them to have sex. He said he's not using that as a justification for what he's done. He's just explaining to me um, what's he's what's been going on. So I've read all of that and said all of that to say this. He contacted me for feedback and I guess, um, my advice and, and what have you. So he's saying at this point, he's ready to give up everything for his family and focus there, especially one, because his wife is going through emotional distress because of the loss of her mom Two, his 17 year old is soon to give birth to his grandchild. Um, and three, he really knows that what he's been doing is wrong. Um, and he knows that he needs to stop. But this is the fucked up part about it. In addition to everything else that's fucked up, um, California has accepted that they're no longer going to have a relationship of this magnitude, but she wants for them to have one last hurrah. And I asked him whether or not he's going to, and he said he he really he really wants to, and then after that, he's going to be done. And Where in the fuck do you find these people? Man, they find me. I don't find nobody. Oh. People tell me all the time I'm a, I'm a magnet for people who are just strange and weird and fucked up and unusual and a whole i didn't reach out to this man he reached out to me like i'm still trying to process everything i just heard um you had to write it all down because it was just so so he cheated on his wife with over 40 something something odd women in the first six months of their marriage while in the first six months because she was not living where he was is he he in the military he he was in the military he's been discharged So when he got deployed to Germany, he was there for six months without her and without their daughter. And that's what he said, 46, easily 46 to 50 women he slept with in that six months. But once she got there, he stopped that. He didn't touch another woman until the last two and a half years. And he's been fucking four different women over the course of the last so, two wait, and a half. How, so it's, it's, they've been married for two and a half years. How long have they been married? They've been married for 16 years. Okay, so he did a lot of cheating, and then he went like a decade without it, and then he started cheating in the last couple of years. He went for 15 years, a decade and a half without it, and then so, he started cheating the last couple of years. So not not that that makes it any better, but dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why get married? What? Yeah. I had a barrage of questions. Like, my first question is like, are you protecting yourself? Because you're fucking your wife. He's like, he is the condom king. He doesn't fuck well, anybody. Well, he has to be. He single-handedly is keeping Trojan in business. Like, that shit. <laughs> like, I, I'm sure the condom industry, it's like, they're supported by the the porn stars. And then secondly, him very closely behind the rest of the porn industry. Don't fucking kill me right now. But I was just flabbergasted. Like, you know, so my whole thing is, okay, so, you know, starting at the beginning of this, so the the four women that you met on Instagram, you know what I mean? 
you created this whole other identity, a whole other identity, CJ. You know what I mean? In order to convince these women that you were just in this dismal sexual place and you were in need and that they were like, they didn't know about each other, obviously. You know what I mean? Of the three of the four of them, I'm most stunned at the fact that you were, and maybe that balances it because she was married and he was married, but one of them was a minister, brethren, ministering to people in the church about fidelity and about, um, all them good up, good up things. Them when it, when them talk about when you get married and and the vows and all them things. They a minister, and he's like even she, like I, he, she hoard herself for him. Like oh, she, I bet she was had, a freak. That's what he's saying. Like you know, these women allowed him to do any and everything that he had ever wanted to do. Like he said, he was like a beast. He was a porn star. You know what I mean? He's like uh, apparently. <laughs> looking at their faces, the way that they desired him, like all the stuff that he got um, psychologically from being with them, just not like the physical and, and, and um, the physical aspects of it, but the emotional and psychological, uh, knowing that they desired him, knowing that he was desirable, knowing that, you know, they wanted to suck his dick, that they wanted to deep throat, that they wanted to do anal, that they wanted to try all these different positions that, you know, he had more longevity with each of them than he had ever had, you know, in years and like just all that kind of stuff. You know, he's saying that, you know, in, in starting with one and then graduating to four of them, like that was the part of the catalyst for it. Like he just wanted to fuck all the time and he knew that he could with them. So, so California, the woman in California, who we, so it was like this, he would, he would fly her to the state that he lived in and pay for a hotel for her to be there for two, three days. Remember I said to you that he had three weeks vacation, but he lied and told his wife he only had two. So that extra week of vacation that he had, so he works nights, he works from 530 in the evening till 530 in the morning. He goes home, um, his wife makes breakfast for him. He takes his girls to school, drops his wife at work, and then allegedly- He just goes, gets to fuck it. Right. But what he does then is he goes back to the hotel, fucks, sleeps, does whatever it is that he has to do. When he knows that it's time for his wife and his girls to come home, he will go back to the house, do what he needs to do. You know what I mean? And then leave at 530 in the afternoon to go to work, but he's not going to work. He's going back to the hotel because for work, he's on vacation. And for his wife, he's gone to work. She's not going to call him because she trusts him. So everything is right. And like CJ, the amount of thought that went into juggling these four women and this lifestyle and your bank account and your money and your vacation and work and your wife and your picnic them. No guy, he could take over the world. He's like fucking pinky in the brain. Like just, yeah. So he was interested to know what your thoughts were. And he's like, you know, tell CJ he doesn't have to be gentle. I'm like, CJ's not going to be fucking gentle. <laughs> like not at all. <laughs> I was saying for any, for him, mostly for CJ, it's going to be a matter of processing all the information because it's a lot. And then, you know, saying, saying what it is that you have to, to say. So I don't know if you've digested all of it. Okay. Bam. Here's what we're going to do. I don't want to hear anything about an excuse of you don't want to not be married because of your daughters. I don't want to hear anything about it's hard for you to let go because uh, of you loving your wife, because if you loved her, you wouldn't have be cheating on her on this level. Like even even if you cheated one time and you were just weak because you weren't getting where you that's fine. You live a whole entire separate life. Um, so, no, you don't get to use any of those excuses. You just want to do you. And that's fine. Don't be fucking married then and do it. You can still be a great father, but you're a shitty ass husband. Um, yeah, there's no excuse for that. I'm sorry, bro. Like, I, I don't have anything positive to say about it. Like, you have to get your shit together. You have a daughter. Imagine if this was done to your daughter. Imagine if your daughter called you, two daughters called you, and their husbands were out doing shit like this. Imagine, let's not even say your daughters didn't find out, since your wife is just oblivious to all this shit. Let's say you saw your daughter's husband doing some shit like this, and how you would react. Dude, get your life together. Get your shit together. If you want to be married, you still have to admit to your wife what the fuck's going on. Like, at least give her that decency like i understand that ignorance is bliss but this shit this is just shit i cannot condone like the the amount of fuckery that you just read to me is legitimately the most fuckery i have ever heard condensed down into one person's life ever like david almost didn't didn't fuck up this bad like he just didn't in the bible like this is just this is this is deep i hate you <laughs> you went fucking biblical don't kill me right now listen to me when he started telling me this i was like hold on a second so 
how many women? He's like four. I'm like, so not not one, not two, four women simultaneously over the course of two and a half years. How? How? And then as he started to tell me this story, I was like, bro, I need to write this down because I can't even remember all this. It's just too much. So my questions to him were, okay, like, do you love your wife? He says he does. Like, he feels like he owes her everything. When he was discharged from the military, the first uh, uh, compensation check, or I'm not even sure what it's called, but the first check that they gave him, it was a substantial, substantial amount of money. He gave it all to his wife. The second check that they gave him, he gave it all to his wife because his whole thing is like, you know, she she gave up like she gave up her whole life to to be my wife, to be the mother of my children. Like she's done everything for me and she's owed that. I'm like, well, why isn't she owed your loyalty? And he's like, honestly, like it's just like we don't have sex. And when we do have sex, she doesn't enjoy it. I can't go down on her I, or I won't go down on her. She doesn't go down on me. Like there's nothing. And he's like, just even performance, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's very, it's a very short lived experience. So I'm like, but you're married and there's a level of commitment that you're supposed to to have to that. You know what I mean? If you love her and you care about her, it doesn't make sense that you're, you're doing this like selfish need aside. And I understand it to some degree. And even if it was one woman, maybe we could get through a conversation about it, but four fucking women and a whole other life. It's like one time you hear about like men who are married and on the West coast, they have one family. And then on the East coast, they have a next family and nobody knows about anybody because they fly and they travel for business. So it doesn't seem strange. This is the type of lifestyle, you know what I mean? That he's, he's living or whatever the case may be. But my whole thing is like, (laughs) you're married. And you love your wife and you're concerned, like you want to be faithful to her, but you just haven't been. So then I asked him, okay, so what is the next step now? He's cutting ties. He's going to cut ties with the woman in California. He's told her whatever it is that he told her. And I said, okay, so are you going to have like a one last fuck session with her? He's like, you know what? He really wants to, but after having conversation with me, he knows that he shouldn't. And I said, but knowing that you shouldn't and not doing it are two different things. You know what I mean? Like there's some part of you that wants to, he said, yes. And I said, but you have to understand, like you can't, you you can't keep doing this. And if you do, it's going to at some point come up because you you just never know what's going to happen or who's going to see you or, or how these kind of things are going to play out. And then I, and the other thing I said to him is, okay, so you're not sexually happy with your wife because there are things that you would like that she's just not going to do. And sex with her is not fulfilling. So I asked him, what happens when you hit a wall? What happens when you get to that point again, like you did two and a half years ago, where you you say to yourself, like, my sexual needs are not being met. I'm frustrated. Like, I need some, let me go troll social media and see who's out there that can give me some pussy. Are you still with me? Uh, I, I, I'm still here. I'm just, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with everything you said. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean he just has to take ownership over it like if you're not happy you're not happy but you have to realize that whether she knows it or not you're literally breaking her heart like let's like i understand that maybe you may feel like it's okay because she doesn't she hasn't found out and all that but fuck that like everything in the darkness comes to light at some point in some way or another and i fully believe karma is real bro you don't want that you don't want that shit. And people always think that karma means, oh, well, if I smack somebody, somebody's going to smack me. Later. No, it doesn't always come back that way. Like that, that that karma can come back and affect your kids. That karma can come back and affect your grandkids say at some point. Like, say, say that again. Say that part again. Please, please say it again. One more time. Which part? About the karma that it doesn't necessarily affect you. Where does it come? Oh, yeah, it can come. It comes. It can affect your loved ones like that. That's matter of fact, more times than not, if you really, really think about it, your negative karma, because it ha- if something bad happens to you, a lot of people that take stuff and stride is like, oh, well, you know, I mean, that was going to happen anyway. What really makes makes karma real is when it hits somebody you love. And that yes. that's that's that that moment where you're like, let me get my shit together. And people don't realize and, just, and you're even worse off because some people will say that, well, if it doesn't affect me, it's cool. Like, whatever, they'll deal with that. Like I would have dealt with like, no, no, no. Yeah, like karma is a motherfucker. It, I, yep. it, it you, you don't want that, man. You don't want. And there's that. no reckoning of any time or place when it's going to hit. You know what I mean? And then the next thing, too. is So I said to him, like, OK, so in breaking ties with these women, the, everybody except um. Uh, California at this point. I'm like, so you stopped talking to him. He's like, well, the one from Philadelphia, they had some big argument and some big blowout. So they stopped unfollowing. Sorry, they stopped following each. They've actually blocked one another. I said, okay, so you're in contact with the other two still? He's like, yeah, but you know, I said, but there's no, but you know, I said, these women are not your friends. These are women that you had an affair with. These are women that you fucked. These women are not your friend. Why are you still following them? 
So since he and I have had that conversation, he has since stopped following the minister, but I believe she still follows him. And he's still following the one from North Carolina, and she's still following him. And I don't give a I, fuck I, about all that following shit. Stop fucking them. Stop t- communicating with them. Like, but that's the whole thing. In following them, you're you're leaving the door open for communication. I said to him, like, anytime you leave any sort of avenue open for communication, you're inviting trouble through your front door. If you are truly done with these women, you need to block every single one of them and be here, done with the bullshit. Here's here's my thing. What his problem is has nothing to do with those women. There's always going to be another woman. He needs right. to do something to get himself together. Whether if you, you if you want your marriage, you need to go get counseling. You need to do something like because all that you can block you're, unless you're blocking every woman in in existence except your wife. There's there's always going to be temptation, and just from what I and again I I'm only know from what what you've given me, so I can't say that I know for sure. But it seems like he just has a problem with desire and temptation. Those are always going to be things around. So until you deal with that root problem, it doesn't matter who the fuck you block, because it's always going to be somebody else. You're right. And I asked him about going to counseling. He says he doesn't need to. He's not going to pay somebody to sit down and tell him what he already knows. I'm like, well, if you know it, then why aren't you doing? He's like, he's going to. What is When is going to? When is going to? Because people always want to do the going to when it's too late. You know what I mean? And again, like it's that whole question of, okay, well, you know, California knows that things are going to end, but she wants to have one last session. Why aren't you saying no? If you know that you are done, why are you even considering that? So then I so he sends me a message screenshotting. Um, she had pulled a, a price from the internet about how much it's going to cost for her flight to come because he always flies her out. He said he didn't reply to it. And they've been having sort of like a um, disagreements about, and he finally said to her, like, if you, if you want to come, you're going to have to pay for yourself to get here. And I said, okay, so if she happens to pay for herself to get there and pays for the hotel and pays for her needs, are you going to see her? He's like, well, yeah, I guess if she comes and I, I will see her, but I'm not going to send for her. I'm like, that's still fucked up. It, it's still fucked up because if she comes, that means you're still, again, if you're done and you know that you want to be done and you know that you have to be done, why the need for one last session? And then what? Man. <laughs> yeah. People. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no, there's no reason. Like, yeah, I, oh, I have nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in fuckery overload. Like I can't take no more fucker. I mean, thank you. Like at this point now, the next type, type bit of fuckery I run into, I'm probably going to have a nervous breakdown. He is completely overloaded my fuckery um gas tank like i I can take no more fuckery i'm done like i I can't take any more fuckery hold on i have to backpedal to one point okay so remember when i started telling you this he said that he wanted to tell me a love story so this is what we drilled down to initially when we discussed this he told me he was in love with the woman from california and i said are you in love with her enough to leave your wife he said no and i said are you actually in love with her he's like well i love her do you love her or do you love the pussy do you love the sex that she gives you do you love the attention that she gives you do you love the way that she, she desires you and he paused for a really long time and he said, I love all those things. I don't really think that I love her. I said, you need to make that, not that it makes a difference, but you need to make that distinction. Because if you love this woman and you don't love your wife, like you just care about your wife, then you need to leave that situation and leave your wife alone. If it is in fact that you just love the fuck and you love the, the way she sucks your dick and you love the, the the nastiness and the dirtiness that she allows you to do and all that sort of stuff, that's a completely different thing. That's that's under sexual desire. It's not, it's intimate love or it's sexual love. It's not the same as loving somebody where you're willing to leave your life and leave, leave your situation because that does happen. You know what I mean? You're in a relationship where you're unhappy and you, you meet somebody and, and there you're and you, you up and leave after 10, 20, 30, 40 years. It, it happens all the time. He's not prepared to do that. So I don't know if like, and I guess at this point, it, I don't even know if it matters, but I don't know if he's staying with his wife because he loves her and he feels like he owes her everything because she stayed with him while he was in the army or while, while he was enlisted and gave him his daughters and, and she's going through some things and all this other sort of stuff. Um, or if he genuinely, I don't think he's in love with her. I don't think he's in love with his wife. I think he loves her and is, is there because they he have history. He can't say he thinks that he he owes her everything because then in that case, she deserves your loyalty. If you're not willing to give that, you're not willing to give everything. You're, he's just trying to rationalize it in his head. And that's fucked up. So, no, no, I don't. I, that None of that shit's passing with me. None of it. Yeah. I was like, when I tell CJ this man, boy, <laughs> I don't know if you're just going to be flabbergasted and not know what to say or if you're going to go on a rant and tell him he's a piece of shit. Or I just, I wasn't even sure. I just knew that you needed to be sitting down when I told you this, because this was like, it was just like the story of stories. 
I, I've never in, in, in conversation that like, and I know some people who have done some fuckery, but I've never, I've never come across anything like this running four women at one time and creating a whole separate life, a separate, like all of that shit. That's a lot of motherfucking work. That's his work. <laughs> Are you okay? I love yeah, you. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm mentally done. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. So that was the end of that. And uh, I'm pretty sure you don't have anything else to say. I know. I know that one's. That yeah, one's that's it. Do we want to try to tackle a couple of questions? Do you want me to read them? Give your, give your, give you a break. We Wait, we Are have you, more questions? No, no, no. We're done. I know that there were some questions from an email from um, one of our listeners that we didn't um, complete. Oh, we're going to get into that next week. So next week, and this is part of the announcement before we go. We because we've been missing it because of our schedule. We will be delivering two episodes next week, and I'm gonna we I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna make it happen, and I promise you, you're gonna get two episodes next week. So be on the lookout yeah, for that. <laughs> so yeah, we, because because we owe it, we owe it to our loyal listeners. <laughs> and by the way, Juanita, here's my here's my thing for Juanita. Um, Uh-oh. and I haven't even talked to AJ about this, but I know she'll be down. So Juanita. Because you are our, one of our most loyal listeners, and because I know that you just, when we're not on time, you get on our ass, I am offering for me and AJ's first live show to be in either Juanita's home city or city close to her of her, cho- of her choosing, of her choosing, but she has to find a venue for us. She doesn't have to pay for it. Of course not. I would never ask to do that. She has to find a venue for us, and she also... Has to guarantee that not only her, but at least 10 people she knows shows up and we will have our very first live show in either Juanita City or a city of Juanita's choosing. There you go. I think that's that's easy. I love that idea. And I think she'll be very happy. So and 10 friends. She's got a gazillion followers. 10 friends would be easy. Exactly. I, I know I should have said 30, but I'm just trying to keep it reasonable. So Juanita. <laughs> Because because our first live show will be more than likely in your city. You are the official promoter of our of our live event. We we will be talking. But there you go. That I, I think I hope that I've made amends to everyone that's been wrong by us being late. And I know my schedule. And Juanita's like I see all the other podcasts have been posted. So um, we love you guys. So that that's what that's what we're doing. But AJ, tell the beautiful people where we can be found. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at LoveLustMBAS. You can also find our episodes on um, iTunes, iHeartRadio, The Real Midwest Radio. Um, we are proudly part of the UML family. You can find us on Urban Mogul Life Media. Uh, we have some older episodes on Google Play. We are also on Stitcher and Spreaker. And yes, peoples, we are now on Spotify. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at lovelust and BAS. Um, my personal Instagram is badass underscore Jones underscore. And I am also on Twitter. Now you can follow me at that Jones kid, AJ one. Um, and if you want to email us, uh, any comments, concerns, scenarios, questions, uh, anything you'd like for us to give you some feedback on, you can email us at lovelust and BAS all one word at yahoo.com. And you can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. Listen, we somehow gain subscribers and followers in our time away. So I want to thank you. That couldn't be done without. I've done a little promoting myself, but I know our list, our fan, not our fan base, because that's just a whole different thing. We have that. That just slipped out. Our listeners, honestly, are the best listeners in all of podcasting because they literally do fuck with us at a high level and they promote our shit like. I, I don't know how many times I'm scrolling down my timeline and I see the love, lust and badass old cover art or logo or in the stories. And I'm just I just smile every time I see it. So I'm I'm very thankful uh, to all you guys. And I'm sorry that we've been a little late and whatever else that's going to get fixed now. Everything's getting back normalized. So um, with that all said, after doing the live show, the breaks radio, I'm, I'm on this live show thing. So Juanita, we'll be talking to you. <laughs> Um, but after that, after we do this first one, we will be working out a combined The Awakened Soul, Love Lust and Badass Soul tour um, where we're just going to we're going to do at least at least three cities, maybe four. We're going to get this together. Yeah. We've been talking about it for too long. It's time to start putting some shit into motion. Let's do this. All our listeners, all 
goddamn thousands of you. Thank you. We love each and every <laughs> one of you guys. Uh, you didn't tell people where they could find you. I, uh, yeah, I did. I said you can find me at CEO Hayes. Um, at, at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. I believe I said it, but if I didn't, there you go. It's never never a bad thing to get a double dose of CJ. It's never a bad, never, never, never a bad thing. It was a long one. <laughs> Nonetheless, we are the best goddamn adult podcast in all the land. All Yo. those other podcasts that like to say that they're the sh- like we're they're the best. Okay, they're yeah, they're, they're they're good. They're good, but they're not they're not the best. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you got we we gave you guys time to shine when we were taking our break. But I, I'm I'm coming for all that. We need all that back. Um, so yeah, yeah, be on the lookout. All right. Toodaloo. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say toodaloo? I, I can't with you. <laughs> she say I'm, she say I'm, she say I'm handsome. She say I'm handsome. She private, she private, she private dancer. Reckless abandon. She always texting like couple more dances. Boy, you better answer. Bring up my friends. I hope you can handle us. Hope you can handle us. I'm at the game. Come on.